When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, there's no such thing as second-year blues for Josh Giddy in the NBA. In fact, he's going from strength to strength, and some even say he could be an all-star as early as this year. One man that's been watching him very closely is Brandon Rabar, OKC Thunder beat writer for the Daily Thunder and the Franchise Sports, and he joins us this morning. Uh, Brandon, thanks so much for your time. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Always good to, to talk to you guys. He's on a fair run of form at the moment, uh, Josh Giddy. What's sort of the uh, the local reaction to how good he's been in his second season, and, and particularly in the last month or two? Yeah, everybody here in OKC is really, really excited. He's he's just been absolutely killing it lately. Uh, he's he's averaging over the last month over twenty points per game. Right now on the season, he's one of only six players to average sixteen points, eight rebounds and 5.5 assists, and I I think that Josh Giddey is the biggest reason why the Thunder have been so good lately. Obviously, Shea Gilgis-Alexander has been great all year, but over the past two months, Josh Giddey has gone to another level, and Thunder fans are are really, really excited about him and and realize that he's a big reason why. Yeah, you mentioned there's only six players averaging 16 points, eight rebounds, and five and a half assists a game this season, and three of those Nikola Jokic, LeBron James, and Luka Doncic. So it shows he's in he's in pretty good company with the numbers he's putting up this season. Yeah, he really is. I mean, that's the thing about Josh Giddy. It's his all-around game. You know, he's been scoring much more efficiently this year. His shooting is much better. Um, you know, he's shooting over 33% from three this year, which is a big improvement from last year. He's shooting better from the free throw line. He's shooting better from the field. Uh but the thing that sticks out to me about Josh is his all-around game. He leads the Thunder in rebounding. Um, he's, he's got so many assists. Obviously, he's a great playmaker. And now his scoring has gotten so much better as well. His defense has even improved. Has the shooting been a, a pleasant surprise to people that watch the team closely? Because it was one of the knocks uh, in his draft year, but particularly his three-point shot. Has that been a, a pleasant surprise, how much that's improved even since last season? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think, like you said, that was, you know, the one worry about Josh was, was his three-point shooting and, and whether or not, and Josh said it himself, that was his swing skill, whether or not he could get that up. You know, the Thunder hired Chip England, who's regarded as maybe the best shooting coach in the NBA, and Josh has been working on his three-point shot, you know, putting in the hours um, every day, getting a lot of shots up with Chip, they have a lot of one-on-one sessions. And, you know, to improve, you know, about 8% from his rookie year to his sophomore year in three-point percentages is, is huge. You don't see that very often. We're speaking to Brandon Rabar, OKC Thunder beat writer for the Daily Thunder and Franchise Sports. Now, we know um, All-Star voting's just about to be revealed. Is there any chance Josh could be an All-Star this year, or is that potentially asking a bit too much? Probably asking a bit too much this season, but um, I think he's planting the seeds for future seasons. I think that Shake Gilgis-Alexander is going to be an all-star this year. And with the Thunder's improvement 
and and knowing how much they'll be improved next year because you know they get Chet Holmgren back next year and you know the trajectory that Josh is on if he improves in year three like he did in year two uh, I can absolutely see all stars in his future his game is just so well rounded um, and he's starting to get more and more accolades from the national media here in the states and you know that's what it takes for your team to get better your team to get recognition and then for the player himself to get recognition and all those things are starting to happen. So I don't see it happening this year, but in future years, I could absolutely see that for Josh. How good is Shea Gillius Alexander, as you mentioned, is he the guy that the Thunder will build this franchise around? And if you look, you know, the future is exciting. As you mentioned, the players coming back four first round draft picks in the 2024 NBA draft, a stack more in the future, but is, is Shea Gillius Alexander the, the guy they're going to build this franchise around? Yeah, Shea is the guy. He, like I said, he's going to be an all-star this year. Um, he's arguably, um, by most people, a top-10 player this year. He's been playing that way. He's scoring over 30 points a game uh, really efficiently. Uh, but, you know, that's the thing. The Thunder have Shea. They have Josh as, as a building block, their number two guy right now. And then they have a rookie named Jalen Williams who's been playing like a top-three rookie in the league. And then they have the guy that they picked number two overall this year, Chet Holmgren. And, you know, we saw a lot of chemistry between Chet and Giddy in the preseason and in summer league. And so, you know, if if he comes back full strength next year, the, this team has four really good, solid, young building blocks. And that's not even including Lord, Lou Dort. So I, I think the future is really bright for OKC. So they've won six of their past seven. They're now tied for eighth seed in the West, half a game back from sixth spot. Correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think many people would have thought the Thunder could make the playoffs this season. But have the expectations gone up a little bit? Is the expectation now they'll make the playoffs? Is it a bonus if they make the playoffs? What's the feeling around the city about the team at the moment? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Nobody expected them to be in the playoffs this year. You know, most... Uh, analysts and and even fans thought that they would be, you know, tanking this season as they're in rebuild mold to try to get one more last high draft pick. Uh, But they are the youngest team in the NBA. And like you said, tied for the number eight spot in the West right now. I I think that the expectations have absolutely changed. If you you do a straw poll amongst OKC fans, I think the expectation has now switched uh, and people expect them to make the play-in based on how well they've played lately and based on the rest of the uh, schedule strength. They have one of the easiest schedules remaining in the year, so they should be picking up more wins down the road. Just to give us a – we know in sport these days, at any sport at a club or a franchise, you've got to build a really good culture. And it seems like the Thunder has done that. You hear veterans that have spent time there in the last few seasons, you know, Al Horford, Chris Paul – Kemba Walker have all praised the culture and they look back at their time at the Thunder really fondly. Who's responsible for for building what seems like a really good culture at that uh, franchise? Yeah, I think it starts at the top with Sam Presti. You know, every player that comes in speaks very highly of Sam Presti, how he's completely open, honest, transparent. He always tries to, you know, get players in their best situation, whether that's while they're with the Thunder or if it's trading them, and he usually tries to get them to a spot that they would like to go to. He takes care of the players, and it trickles down, you know, the, the front office, the coaches, the type of players that the Thunder draft and select and trade for and sign, always usually high character, high 
intelligence, those kind of players. So I think it starts at the top, though, with Sam Presti. And, you know, that's it's been established, you know, while, while the Thunder have been in OKC, that's just the way the organization is run. And you start to notice it more as you see other teams and organizations and how they're run and how, you know, players are complaining, former players, even current players for some of these other teams are complaining about those teams. You just never hear that with the Thunder organization. It's always high praise. Well, off the back of that, it appears like Josh Giddy would be the perfect player for that franchise. People that know him over here really well, and I'm sure you've dealt with him. He's he's a humble guy. Uh, he's dedicated. He's disciplined. So it seems like he's the, the perfect type of player for that franchise. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's the thing. Uh, and, you know, when the Thunder selected Josh Giddy. Uh, any player that the Thunder selects, I, I know it's going to be a high character guy. But you know, once I once I started being around him, once I started to see how he was off the court with with his teammates, with fans, uh, with the media, he just treats everyone with respect. Uh, such a classy, high character, hardworking, uh, just a good overall dude. And uh, and you know, he he really does fit the exact type of player and person that the Thunder look for. Just before I let you go, Brandon, I've got to ask you this question because I work with a guy here called Andy Ma. He hosts our Run Home show. And every time our co-host, Andrew Gaze, mentions OKC, Andy doesn't understand why the team is shortened to OKC. He believes Oklahoma (laughs) City Thunder should be OCT. So can you please explain once and for all, for Andy's benefit, why it's OKC and not OCT? That's a, that's a good question. I've never had that question before. <laughs> uh, the easiest way I would say it is uh, people abbreviate Oklahoma as OK. Uh, you know, like New York is abbreviated NY and California is abbreviated CA. Well, Oklahoma has always been abbreviated OK. And so Oklahoma City, you add that C to it. Oklahoma City has always been abbreviated OKC. It just rolls off the tongue easier, I think, too. See, we've tried to explain that to Andy Brandon, but coming from you that's living over there and understands, hopefully now it'll sink into his thick skull that it is OKC and not uh, OCT. So thank you for clearing that up for us. Tell, tell, no problem. Tell Andy thank you for giving me a question I've never had before. That's, that's a new one. That was a curveball for me. So I, I appreciate the uh, making me think on my feet there. There we go. Hey, Brandon, thanks so much for your time. We're loving what the Thunder <laughs> doing. Uh, everyone in Australia is in raptures uh, with Josh Giddy. Let's hope it continues uh, for the remainder of the season. Thanks again for your time. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys.